Why do we do it? Why do we watch horror films and read horror novels and play horror video games? Stick around. Pain. Not pain. The pain of being dead. I can feel myself rotting. It's reading right, man. Look, you're not reading it right. Um. Shit. Welcome back, everybody. Part two of our convention stories is here. So not to to keep adding on to my story, but so there was one more that uh, to add on to. So I got to meet Tim Capello one year, who's the saxophone player from Lost Boys. Duh. Um, he was there just randomly one year. This was like before his big comeback, before he started like making appearances and doing like conventions and being on people's albums and shit. Um, he yeah, was, this was like random. Yeah. yeah, just random. He was like, oh, he's going to be there. And like Christopher Ott got on board and started making like merch for him and all this shit. Um, that was the year that he came out with the, the uh, Chinese to go boxes with the, the, the tape with the original artwork that I still have upstairs. I think Dustin, you got one too. Didn't you? Okay. Um, it has a bag of Rice Krispies. Yeah. And it says <laughs> they're maggots, Michael. Um, so it was like the end of the night. It's like the floor closes at like seven and like usually around like six 30, we start making like our last round. See if there's anything, anything else we want to buy before we go upstairs. Um, so we were like making our last rounds and we had met everybody and like blah, 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 blah. And he was there and some, I don't, I think I just hit the fuck it button. I was like, I'm, I just want to meet him. I think this year I was like buying a lot of crap. I was like, I'm just buying, I'm buying this shirt. I'm buying this faces of dead shirt because why not? So I walk up to him and he's like wearing like the same thing that he's been, he was, he wore in Lost Boys. He was wearing like the chains. He's wearing the white beater. He's had his hair back. He had the saxophone, everything. And so I walked up to him and I met him and he is very Jersey accent. He's like, Oh, Hey, what's going on here, guy? I was like, Holy fucking shit. And you know, he starts talking. <laughs> I've never heard this man talk before. And he's selling. I've just seen him in Tina Turner videos. Exactly. In Lost Boys. Just, uh, Tina Turner's fucking saxophone player. And so he's selling body oil like bottles of body oil that says sergio saxi's body oil and it's got a picture of him like you know from lost boys playing the saxophone and it looks like uh, something he printed off of like windows 95 it does like it, it does it looks like he made that he made like i made like 20 of these because that's all i had so a friend it, made them for me as a gag i i, I gotta get rid of this shit. <laughs> i got these from spence's gifts you know what i'm saying and so like the back was like you know, just a white thing that he signed. And so I think it was like 30 bucks or 35 bucks for like a picture. It was uh, too, too expensive. Yeah, it was too expensive with the experience. So I bought the bottle and it was full of baby oil. It was just a bottle of baby oil. And he, he, he signed the back of it to Andy. I still believe Tim Capello. And I was like, yay. And he told me, he's like, look, if the seal leaks on this thing, if this leaks, just come and find me. So in my mind, I was supposed to, and this thing immediately started leaking. Like immediately when we got back to the I hotel. I feel like he gave leaking. it to you in a plastic bag. No. Hey, uh, I, no, I put it I in a past plastic bag that night. Oh, okay. And because um, it started leaking on the, the hotel table. Because I was like, oh, shit, this is leaking. And so what he wanted me to do was to walk around the hotel, you know, drunk at like 10 o'clock at night with a bottle of baby oil yelling for Tim Capello to come and solve my problem. Solve my problem, Tim. Tim, Tim has anybody Tim. seen Tim Capello? Because my bottles are leaking. We're friends. Yeah. Now. He's so we're best friends. Way. He gave me his Slack phone. He gave me his Slack ID. So anyway, like I got a picture with him 
And um, I'm on his Discord. <laughs> like I don't. It's kind of private. And uh, he was super nice. He was super great. And that night, he played uh, on the stage. He played, I still believe, live. And it was really cool. So that was like my third. To a boombox. Yeah, my third best. Uh, story. Well, it was still awesome. We got to be like right up there. I still believe. I mean, that is one of my favorite parts of that movie. Well, yeah, because it's fucking epically fantastic. It's just so fucking weird. I think you he mean magical? Biggest... Magical what, is what Daniel What about meant. the big chain? That's just in case that the shit pops off and he has to pull it off. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dustin. Imagine right. you're at a convention. Magical things are happening. Your dick is out and you don't know about it. Daniel Harris walks up to you and her huge boyfriend, husband... Punches you directly in the throat. What do you do? I don't know. I got a picture with Danielle Harris. She complimented my hair. A lot of me, anytime I meet a female celebrity, they compliment my hair most of the time. Well, yeah, because um, your hair is fantastic. If you've seen my hair, that's great. But have you ever seen my giant dick? It's got more hair. Imagine this hair, but twice. It only grows out of the head for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I can't pee properly. It's like a. It's like a. I have a. I have a thick paintbrush. It's like a. Car, <laughs> it's like one of those. It's like one of those car washes with the. You're gonna cut that out, things. motherfucker. No, I'm serious. I'm not. If anything, we're gonna add his sound pen- <laughs> His penis <coughs> hair coming out of his urethra looks like a fan brush that Bob Ross paints trees with. All right. So happy little happy <laughs> little happy little peas. Happy so little going, accidents. Some of the it's it's. I'm trying to remember, like, everyone I met. Like, some people uh, have been, like, you know, either just really friendly, got some cool stories about, you know, memories of the the awesome ones that went over the top. And then, you know, then there were the bland ones, didn't really talk to me, didn't personalize the autographs, anything. They weren't trying. Um, uh, I'll tell you a funny one. Daniel and I met Ashlyn Yenny and Lawrence Harvey from Human Centipede 2. Oh my and God, yeah. uh, we walked up because they were sitting together and I was like really hoping to get a picture uh, with both of them together. And uh, we kept walking by. And th- I remember specifically this year, I was way more nervous than past years. And I was like, I got to get drunk before we go meet anybody. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't uh, you know, get it together. And we walked up, we kept passing by. And eventually Ashlyn Uni is like, hey, would you like, you know, an autographed picture, whatever. And it was like, well, I totally do, but we're waiting for Lawrence Harvey. And she's like, oh, he's here. He's just a little jet lagged. He like flew here from, I'm pretty sure England, yeah, right? He, yeah. And uh, he's asleep under the table. And I, and we thought for sure she's got to be joking. But I thought she was joking. I remember I you telling me the- that. And I was like, that's not real. Are you sure? And you're like, yeah. He's right. And I hit the table. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, he was like knocking on the table. <laughs> and 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 then here comes Lawrence Harvey crawling out from underneath this table. He looks fucking deranged. Terrible. Yeah, he looks awful. But his eyes not, are red as shit. Yeah, like. He still he uh I got this uh joint side autograph with them, a picture with me and them. You know, still awesome. Uh that was a fun story. <laughs> that uh, shit was crazy. Um Let's see. The worst story I have is like, it, to me, it's like sh- shitty when they don't en- try to engage with you at all. Like, at least, like, hey, how are you? What's your name? Kind of thing. 
And that was, for me and you, the Sasuke sisters. That was an expensive autograph picture combo. They did not give us the time of day. They were talking to two other people the entire time. Stood up, took a picture, went on. Didn't personalize anything. Just, like, I, I'm like, why did I do that? I, reme- I regret still spending the money on that. I agree. And knowing... They got spoiled on that fucking elevator money. They don't have the backing of their movie like they're not that fucking awesome no they're not creators to be that shitty to people yeah it's like what they do they... american mary was fine and the, i liked uh dead hooker in a trunk and the ra- like, what they do the rabid remake yeah i mean none of them it's not it i like their original film and you know thought it was cool to meet them i did enjoy their q a panel it was pretty cool but they were just like you know, I, I don't, that was still like, I wish, you know, like when you buy something or you spend money on something, you're like, fuck, I do anything to get that money back, even though it means nothing. Now. Right, right. But I still, I'm like, I wish I could have, it was $80 for that shit. That's a lot. I mean, like, yeah. it sucked. Yeah. So, yeah, that was at least off the top of my head was my worst memory of meeting a celebrity. Uh, I can't split it into one, even though one I have one better than the other one. But I uh, last year I got to meet um, Andrew Divoff, who's uh, famous for playing the Jin from Wish Wishmaster. Wish we stood in line, and we, we actually have talked about that on the Wishmaster. Oh episode. well, okay. Well, that was one of my favorites. Then, if you want to refer back to that one, it's really cool. He signed, you know, personalized it. Let me wear a Jin ring. You know, just super fucking cool guy. But Check out our best... Wishmaster episode for that full yeah, story. It's fantastic. Go, go to our back catalog of <laughs> and visit the Wishmaster episode. That's probably one of my favorite episodes, definitely. My best story is the first one. Uh, Daniel, for my birthday one year, I had no, no idea this was going to come to North Carolina because nothing like this would come to North Carolina, at least uh, uh, as far as my memory could go back. But he hit me up and he was like, dude, check this out and he showed me this thing you know it's called mad monster party and the big deal was going to be that craig sheffer and uh, annie and bobby from nightbreed the male and female stars of that movie were going to be in charlotte and they were going to be showing for the first time ever because they've tried to show it in other theaters and something would happen where like they couldn't attend or clive couldn't attend uh um they were going to show the Cabal Cut, was, which is a very rough cut, director's cut version of Nightbreed. Nightbreed is quite possibly my favorite horror movie of all time. Agreed. And so that's a huge deal. And they had other celebrities there. Uh, like Linda Blair was there that year. I can't re- remember who else off the top of my... Oh, James uh, Wong. There was a Blade Re- Runner reunion panel that year rugger howard was there so i met james wong rugger howard too and uh linda blair because of daniel he let me split that one with him uh and uh that was the linda blair uh, sorry uh, like brad duraf was there angus shrim r.i.p he was there um, yeah so anyways that was uh the most surreal no it, well that was our first convention at least and we mine. did not stay the night or anything like that we didn't know what we were getting into oh that that's one. funny yeah you got to talk about the beer oh i will so we went up and uh, and bobby and craig sheffer were beside each other they did not they weren't they arrived kind of late 
I felt like in the day. It finally it was almost getting worrisome because I'm pretty sure like uh what's her name? Uh Adrian Barbeau? Barbeau was supposed to be there and she canceled. There was other ones that were supposed to be there that canceled and I was like, fuck, please don't tell me Craig Sheffer's canceling, you know? And finally, like and Bobby showed up and then about thirty minutes later, uh Craig Sheffer shows up. And he's like <laughs> in head to toe denim wearing bedazzled ass jeans oh, and <laughs> jacket and shit. Fleur de lis all over every pocket. Yes. That was a big thing for some of these like Hollywood living actors uh, that would come to these conventions, a lot of the males would wear those jeans with like the third elite. Corey Feldman was that way. Oh my god, yeah. his hats even had that on there. Jake Busey, um, Bill, or what is his name from uh, Cobra Kai, Karate Kid? Oh, the bad guy, uh, Bill, Billy oh, Zipka, Billy Zabka. Zabka, yeah, Zabka. Zapka, he he wore jeans like that one convention I saw him at, or one place I saw him. It's like all these people shop at Buckle or something. Yeah. It's like, calm yeah. down. Yeah, so I just wanted to say that bedazzled jeans on 30 plus 40, no, that's maybe 40 50 plus. year olds. 40 plus. 40 plus actors is a very common thing to see. Go ahead, Dustin. Just get it, get it, get it. Don't look at me. <laughs> it was already dumb. Don't look at me. That's such a that, that was the dad response. What the fuck are you looking at me for? <laughs> Dustin, we can't take you anywhere. Go outside. <laughs> Fucking shitty ass. What was that? That's how it happens, man. I'm gonna set my beers over here from now on. Yeah, you gotta put them out of the way. That's why, I, like, when I'm on my couch, I, I would set them like on the arm of my couch or like beside me. No, because I have a cat and I have a my mind who is stupid. And I'll like sit down and I'll like put my knee on a pillow and the pillow knocks the whole beer into my couch cushion crevice. So then beer uh. goes beer goes on the on the couch and into the couch. At the same time, I'm like, I've only had one beer, I'm not even drunk. Like fuck. <laughs> like, there's no excuse in this. What? Where are we at? Where we're talking about the bedazzled jeans of uh the people that come to these things. Craig Schaefer. Schaffer. Schaefer. Famously known for Nightbreed and a river runs through it. And another Hellraiser. Yes. Oh, yeah, Inferno. that's true. Uh, he was in Hellraiser Inferno. Gar. That one's, that one's okay. That was the beginning of the end, though. That's the one where... I thought the beginning of the end was Hellraiser 3. No, uh, that, what, that was well, just a that, terrible They thing. still had Cenobites. Everybody, go back to uh, Hellraiser 3 episode and listen to these boys talk oh, about gonna... the beginning of the end. I don't Hellraiser. know. You decide it's for yourself. That, Hellraiser 3. That was episode. it. <laughs> I think the last one was the, the Bloodlines one. That's That was it for me. That was the cutoff. Uh, no, well, Inferno was the beginning of where there's like, it's a moral tale and then the Cenobites show up at the end. Oh, yeah. But Kirsty was at the beginning of Inferno, so that was cool. Kirsty Alley from Cheers? No, I don't know the her the, her real name. Shelly Long um, came back from the dead and fought her, and <laughs> Shelly Long was a Cenobite. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, God. So, here, let me go ahead and start this. Part Shelley two, three, Long four. Shelly Long is a Cenobite. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. That's the dumbest shit. All right, I'm sorry. People, listen to me. Daniel, oh god, Daniel. Craig, Craig T. Nelson was there. Oh. Craig T. Nelson showed up as a Cenobite. Let me look up his name because I want to make sure I'm saying it right. What, Craig Schaefer? Is it Schaefer? It's Schaefer. I thought it was Sheffer. 
regardless. It's Sheffer. Okay. All right. Listen, people. Craig Sheffer and Bobby. We fact they're at this. They are at the first horror convention I ever went to. They show up kind of late. You know, that's who we were mainly psyched to see. We go up. We meet them. I don't even know what to do, what to say to these people. Just like huge fans. I was a dummy. Spent a bunch of money to get them to sign the same thing. A picture that Ann Bobby's not even in. It's the cover of Nightbreed. Didn't you buy like a, a poster too that was uh, That's like... at the end. I'll get to that. That's that's oh. where this is almost a shitty... Pardon this is almost a shitty part of the story, but I'll save it for the end. So we meet them, get a picture. It's the dumbest picture of me. I have a smile on my face I've never had in my life, before or after. It's like, I'm about to break my teeth type smile. And Daniel's in it too. It's cool. You know, it's a big moment. And then uh, in the big room where they're doing the panels, they show Nightbreed, the Cabal Cut. And Cabal's the name of the book that Clive Wright Barker wrote about Nightbreed. Yeah, that's the, the that's book. That's the that, origin. Yes, that's uh, the book he t- <laughs> Yeah. So, anyways, they start the movie, and at this point, that's when we really start drinking at the hotel because we're sitting down watching this movie. Daniel and I keep taking turns going to buy beers, and we're just pounding them because we're so excited, you know? And also, Dude, Daniel you spent so much money on beer that yeah. day. Uh, we're taking turns buying beers, seeing this stuff because it's like very rough cut. I haven't watched the Cabal cut since then. I've seen the director's cut since, but this was just like a patchwork of the original and just all these weird scenes added in. You can tell like the quality was just it's very rough compared to the original cut obviously but it's so cool there's a whole entire it's not just like tiny clips it it took a like hour 45 minute long movie and turned it into a three and a half hour long thing it doubled the length of this movie and there's like a part in it where Ann Bobby sings a song that was cut out <laughs> it was like crazy to see that for the first time um it changed the ending of the movie too. It was, a lot of things changed in this cut, and the best memory I have of going to any convention happens at the very end of this movie. We're watching and we're like, you know, we're stoked the entire fucking time. Someone comes up, slaps their arm or their hand arm on the on my back, and it's it's Craig Sheffer, and he puts his hand, other hand out to Daniel to shake it. And he looks at me and he says, so what did you think of that ending? You know, like, seeing your favorite movie with the star of the movie coming to ask you what you thought about it at the end? Yeah. I mean... As he's walking to the stage to do his Q&A. Yeah, no, it's just, like, he had to have known, like... We didn't. I didn't say anything to me special to him. I could barely talk when I met him. It's just no, like, we basically were like, "Oh, it was amazing." It's the hair. No, like, well, no, hair well, no, when, we, when we met him before the movie, oh, like, yeah, I didn't yeah. say anything like crazy. I was just like, "Thank you for coming." We were just like grateful that he, you know, thank you for being here. Nightbreed's my favorite movie. I love. And it. he did not have to talk to us at all. No, and honestly, there weren't many people there. They, I think we were two of about. 20 at we, the most we've honestly been to every single mad monster party in charlotte yeah me daniel and i have and th- that being the first one it was it, you know that moment was just like incredible i don't even remember answering him i remember looking at daniel and us being like ah you know and then here comes the embarrassing part they were on uh, <laughs> the stage 
doing a big long Q&A with the uh, one of them was uh, Clive's like personal assistant who, d who does a lot of the Hellraiser comics and the guy, then this guy named Russell something that uh, was who was the biggest part of uh, they were doing a thing called Occupy Midian where they were trying to reach out to the the film studio that put out Nightbreed originally and like let us into your vault so we can get this old footage we want to put out the director's cut of Nightbreed and they had a big thing it blasted probably about a year trying to get on and on, it was an online petition and eventually you know it happened and uh you can now watch all three versions the original cut cabal cut and the director's cut i don't and, think the cabal cut is out no it's not yeah, it is. i haven't it's, seen it i thought you i thought you have it. no it's the director's, yeah, it's cut. The director's i think cut. cabal cuts oh well yet. excuse i let me retract that well then that makes that even more special because yeah. we're some of the few that got to see that version of the film yeah um and anyway, I wish so, you could have been there, Andy. I yeah, wish I like, could have been there too. That sounds fucking awesome, dude. I was wasted. It was probably about six o'clock, <laughs> seven o'clock at night, right? Yeah. And anyway, someone in the audience <clears throat> asked Ann Bobby if she still knew the song, could still sing it. And Ann Bobby looked, you know, Craig, Craig Sheffer, he didn't look like he aged that much. Nah, this he looks the same. Ann Bobby looked very different. And it, she got up and she sang that song like not a day had went by, and I was crying like a motherfucker, like the type of crying where it's the oh, tears buddy. don't stop and the snot is coming too. <laughs> People and can Daniel's see just me. like staring at me. Yeah, I was like, uh, are you okay, man? You were laughing at me too, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Like I, I, he's like punching him in the leg while he's crying. What a I mean, if nerd. I was crying like if I was crying like that about something, you know, <coughs> I would expect nothing. Well, it was else. just it wasn't just that. It was just like fuck. I can't believe this is happening. Like favorite movie, meeting the stars of the movie, them ta you know talking to me like. Well, you, the whole day was. I'm an the emotional. only person there. The you whole, know, the whole day was emotional because it was our first convention. We were seeing people like Linda Blair and. Like it's just, a lot. It's heavy fucking duty on your brains. If that's like your yeah. religion, if that's your church, which it is for us and people like us, it's it's overwhelming sometimes. It's I, okay. I give you shit about crying about Ann Bobby's song, but I know really the whole thing. It was just a culmination of the whole yeah, day, just, you know. Like, and it was like my birthday basically. So it was like fuck. Uh, it was uh, yeah, wild, <laughs> dude, and. So then, here comes the shit. Uh, the bold part. The, it wasn't the best way to end things. At the end of it, they were all set up, and they had this like shitty little poster they had just printed out themselves of the cabal cut. Um, if my printer could print an eleven by seventeen, like regular piece of paper, that's what this poster was. Yeah, it's not. It's blotchy. It's there's pixelation, and yeah. but I bought it anyway. It's like a shitty uh, show flyer. Yeah, it was like to support the cause basically, and everybody signed it. Like the the guy who does the Hellraiser comics, that's uh, Clive's personal assistant, um, Russell something, the guy who did Occupy Midian, uh, Craig Sheffer, and then and Bobby signs it last one, and I start to walk away, like because it just kind of got passed down a line of people. I wasn't asking. And, but she was the last one and hand it, hands it back to me. And she's like, oh, oh, wait, that'll be $30. After I'd already 
giving her $30 for a previous autograph. I guess you gotta make money, but that was like... You're... You got robbed by Aunt Bobby is what happened. She saw you as a pigeon. She's like, I'm going to rob this fucking dude. Going so that was discouraging after such a great experience, you know? But, I mean, man, you know, I'm not going to shit on Ann Bobby. I get it. You got to make your money. But, like, that was like, nobody else asked me for money on that. But, like, I wasn't even thinking. I was shit-faced. I was on cloud nine, uh, not just being drunk, but, like, what I all the things I just experienced that I never thought in my wildest dreams I'd experience. Like, I might as well been, they might as well remade that movie with the same people and asked me to be in it. That's how happy I was about about that situation. So, but, yeah, uh, that was a little bit of a bummer. Um, but, yeah, that was, that's my best. I was like 23 or 24, and I was did not have any money. Yeah. I'd blown it all I, I like at this thing but no it you know well no matter what i was like why didn't anybody else ask me for money you know it's like come on take one for the team on this one but um yeah i mean i get i'm not mad anymore man you, th- <laughs> you think her kids are just gonna take one for the team when does they she have kids lunch? you don't know i don't know they're getting that free lunch at school anyway. if only we had that thirty dollars and you don't see them do conventions or anything. No, like I don't that. see them. Uh-uh. I follow a lot of conventions. I don't um, ever see them. But yeah, like I said, I'm not do- trying to shit on her. At the time, though, it really did bum me out. But now, uh, yeah, the Saskia sisters, Tom Savini, they can all just hop on a fucking plane and fly off to fuck off Shitville and live in shit and eat it. Also, jerk. They can go to Pena Colotterberg and jerk ass. So the celebrity thing is obvious. But the other things, ooh, the vendors, man. Oh man, the vendors are fucking. They're the devil, man. They these people are so creative and so amazing. That's how they get you. Like that's that is definitely how they get you. They they, they position themselves for situations where you're like, well, if you buy you know this, then we'll give you this whole thing too. And you're like, oh, okay. And especially like later in the day, they start running more and more specials. So. You're just like, and it's some great stuff out there, man. Fan, fantastic really, stuff. Uh, luckily, I've never been one to bite as much as you guys do on the vendors, but I do probably bite more on the the celebrity guests or whatever. Yeah, so Andy and I definitely buy more toys. We have problems. And more collectibles. We, have, we have problems. We have full on problems. Especially Andy. I have problems. Andy I have is problems. more than me. I have... Andy, you remember the the first one we went to? You you bought like different prints and shit uh, for yourself and friends at home and you lost no that was the third time um ah shit that was i bought um those that was the lost boys year that was the i I bought capello year yeah i bought all those lost boys prints um they were signed and it was like four prints it's like one for me one for lucky one for danny and uh, two other ones and i had them rolled up and i remember we got back to my apartment and on Cloverdale, and I was grabbing all my shit. And I was like, "Where the fuck are they?" And I was like digging through Daniel's car. I was like, "Oh my fucking god, they're gone!" So like, I went upstairs and got on the phone to the hotel in Charlotte. It had been like two, three hours since we'd been there, and I was like, "Ask the cleaning woman where they are. I know she stole them <laughs> shits. She's taking for money. They're signed. <laughs> they're lost boys. Like a cleaning woman was gonna steal my fucking lost boys prints." And uh. Somebody has them. Well, yeah, I figure they roll behind the fucking curtain. But yeah, I have a problem with going to conventions and just buying shit. 
because I, I don't know why, because that's it's it's like the, the the place where everything is personified in one place. Everything that I want is in one room. Everything that I shop for, like on all the companies that I that I, that I buy stuff online, or that I wish was you know down the street, or like this and that and the other, like toys, shirts, posters, fucking uh, used refrigerator magnets, refrigerator magnets, holy fucking shit, stickers, patches. Uh, uh, use DVDs, use VHS. It's all in one fucking room, and I just walk around with a book bag, and I'm just like, fuck, 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 just grabbing shit, grabbing shit. So it's a problem. Why are we not talking about the book bag? Huh? What the uh, backpack bartender? Backpack bartender to save your life. I'm telling you. So the key is, what we would always do is case the place. Case the place because. Well, we always take the information from the year before, right? Exactly. You can't, it kind of well, never, we do, it kind of never changes. Do like a little walkthrough, yeah, to make sure. Because if they got better beer, we kind of want to at least get some like what uh, Sweetwater. <laughs> yeah, Sweetwater. Yeah, something. exactly. So the key is, is because conventions and hotels they charge a fuck ton of money for beer. You're gonna pay at least like nine dollars for a Miller Lite in a bottle. That's egregious. I get it. You're trying to make money, but get the fuck out of here. I could buy like a yeah. case of Miller Lite for like eleven dollars. If you're staying there, at least give us a discount. Yeah, like give us some Fuck. sort of a because that's I mean the hotel gives you fucking discounts for staying there if you're at the convention. Anyway, so we go to the conventions, you case the place. Nine times out of ten, it's gonna be Miller Lite uh, bottles, Bud Light bottles. Uh, there's one year was Budweiser bottles and we had to drink Budweiser for a minute and I was really upset Yingling. about it. Yeah, Yingling. Um, but but it, they don't they didn't catch on for a while. Normally we could just get cans and everyone would be so drunk towards the end of the night that nobody gave a fuck until like one security guard was like, "Hey, where'd you get that beer?" I'm like, "Oh, I found it in the bathroom." And then like, "Well, finish it and go get a bottle." So <laughs> then we would turn into crackheads and we would go get a bottle of beer at the bar drink that beer, and then pull our canned beer out of our book bag. And then like a Daniel. bunch of drug addicts pour our canned beer into the bottle while pouring beer all over our arms and our legs at the table. Like, hang Dude, on, it's all going in the bottle. I got this shit. When you want to buy things that are horror-related and not spend $100 that night on your cell phone beer... You're going to spend more than $100. We start drinking at least at noon. Yeah, it's a lot. Like if you're paying, they, if you're paying we're, hotel we're, prices, it's a lot. Yeah, we are, we are drinking for at least twelve solid hours, at least, probably more. And oh. yeah, you're <laughs> gonna spend in that amount of time. You're gonna spend probably two hundred dollars because we're gonna go eat a Chili's or some shit too. Fuck yeah, <laughs> we do. Oh, it's the best. Mm-mm-mm. Or Hickory Tavern. or Hickory Tavern. Shout out Hickory Tavern. Sponsor us. Fuck Hickory Tavern. That place sucks. It's Don't listen corporate. to Hickory Tavern. We love you. I mean, Hickory Tavern ain't listening to me because they've shut a lot of their locations down. Oh, well, so then, fuck them. well then fuck you, Hickory Tavern. Um, uh, well, hey, that's, speaking, uh, that's Emily's favorite place. Speaking of Hickory Tavern, let's just get into uh, that one story we have. So we started, we wanted to like get some food in us. We were trying to be, I guess, a little more responsible this year. And we went, we were, we were searching all around Charlotte to eat, and we ended up going to that, it was an Asian restaurant. Oh, yes. Yay. That was that Jin, Jin Boo? That was Jin Boo. We left, and we were trying to find some place that wasn't that far, and we couldn't really make up our minds what we wanted. Like, 
do we want Mexican food? Do we want Chinese food? Do we want like burgers or whatever? And like either places were closed or it was just weird or it was like two, we went to that one place. It was like a cheese sandwich place. And it was like $12 <laughs> for a cheese sandwich. I was like, get yeah. fucked. I'll go to food line and buy bread and cheese. Eat my ass. So we found this little uh, Asian place called Jinbu. And we walked in, it was like super nice. And we're like, this looks really cool. They had like a pretty, you know, a big, decent menu. And it was really small. You know, it was like middle of the day. And we walk in and we sit down to give us our menus. And we're just like, cool. It's, you know, they had like this cool thing and they had like a cool little menu. And I had kind of made up my mind about what I wanted. And it was really neat. And like, we were sitting beside where like kind of like the kitchen was where like the soda machine like where the soda the soda station mm-hmm. is like where they go get yep. the sodas and stuff and so i'm sitting i on, feel like i had my back turned you did you this. you and yeah. dustin well i can't remember if dustin was beside me or he was at the end of the table but your back i saw this you well you down. were on the All side right. with me and daniel had his yeah. back turned he was back to that so we're sitting there and this lady she one of the waitresses she busses a table and walks over to the soda station and she, which we had already gotten our drinks at the time. Yeah, we yeah. got like waters or like whatever. No, we got. I, you ordered a sprite because I never order a sprite, so I was like, yeah, I'll have one of those. I, I haven't had one in forever because that also correlates with what's about to happen. It kind of turned me off from sprite for a minute. I do love sprite. So she doubles over, like I mean, just like a like a fucking a Swiss Army knife, just boom, and starts to fucking just honk all over the floor. Like, well, to be clear. I had my back turned, and all I heard was the biggest splash of water. It was a waterfall. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, what the fuck's happening? And I'm staring it, at it. I'm just like, wow. And it's not it's stopping. Like my, it's not stopping. Yeah. My brain didn't compute. I was like, did she spill drinks? <laughs> She's like, <laughs> she was carrying like a circular tray that had our drinks on them originally. And there, I think there was still stuff on it. And like a coworker had to grab it from her. He's like getting, his shoes are getting thrown up all over. She is just endlessly throwing up. And he's it patting like, her on the back. He's patting her on the back too. And I just taken a sip of Sprite and I was like, what the fuck do we do? It looks all clear. It yeah, was that's why I was like clear. turned off from Sprite. I was like, just endless sprite falling out of that person. Yeah, she was like this mad puking, and Dustin was like, "What do we do?" And I and I I'm, I look at him like, "Let's just get up and leave. Let's just get up and leave. We have to leave." And I was like, "For real?" Yeah, and, and we just like, stood up, yeah. and then we just left. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking crazy. So yeah, then we God. went then went to this uh this Mexican place uh, down the street, and Dustin says he doesn't remember this, <laughs> but well, I know I remember. Going there and we sat outside, but it started to rain. Yeah. So we had to go inside. And there was this girl and this guy sitting at uh, one table by themselves. They were same. They were they were same siders, and they were by they were by <laughs> themselves. And I have they my were at ba- the front of the restaurant, yeah. and they were pointed towards us. And I had my back turned, and then Dustin and Daniel were facing towards them. And I think either you or uh, Dustin was like. Dude, he's getting jacked off. And I turn around, and this girl is, like, jacking this dude off under the table. Just, like, just beating him off. And we're like, it's, like, 1 o'clock. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Broad daylight in Charlotte, North Carolina. Man, there's a lot of pornos being made down there. I mean, shit. Thanks to the HJ, babe. After all these chips, I'm full of cum. Yum. (laughs) (laughs) My sodium level's so high. (laughs) It's all out of me. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? 
Oh, man. Dude, yeah. That was bizarro. For sure. How absolutely bizarre. Yeah, I don't remember that, but I remember the food being pretty good. But probably because we went. I hated that the... place. I thought it was awful. I, I was just. I don't even remember a lot of it. I remember it was like okay because we were just fucking starving. We just had to get like we food were on starving our so we wouldn't die from alcohol. Oh well, I don't God. think we had really started drinking at that point. But that I remember after that we I don't know we were walking around after that and that's when we saw the Bodie place and that started a whole inside joke thing. The Bodie place. Yeah, don't it. you remember? There was like a yoga studio, and we were joking that you would get, or it was a massage place that you'd get a happy ending, <coughs> and they that gonna, became like a big thing. And that's they were gonna I call him Bodie. Bodie Lagosi. He he calls me uh, David Bodie. It's been a thing yeah. forever. Well, not forever, but for a while. I've heard y'all say Bodie. Yeah. Don't touch my Bodie. Bodie Lagosi. That also came from a time that Andy and I uh, went to the Grand. We were no one else is in theater. And we saw a double feature of uh, the of uh, OG Dracula, and then immediately followed by Spanish Dracula, which is great. It is shot for it's shot. Better. It is shot for shot, and it is just in another language, different actors, actresses. Man, it's cool. If you have the means, check it out. It's a lot of fun. That's such a weird, crazy double feature. It's also, yeah, yeah, compare and contrast is like, holy shit. Well, it was super well, deja vu. Not, not to get nerdy on it, but it was filmed at the exact same time yeah. on the exact same yeah, it was set. The, yeah, the same set. Yeah, it was, which is super cool. I, I didn't realize that. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, they filmed it at the same time and they were doing Spanish and English versions. Yeah, because that one company was like, well, we're going to do it too. And it's like, oh, okay. Okay, so pretty much, you know, all the stories that we have, it's, you know, we have a lot more stories of meeting people, meeting fans, uh, vendors also, like a lot of the vendors we've met over the years, like some of them we've been able to make friends with, um, which was, were super cool, like Goblin When you House. say fans, you mean horror fans, right? Exactly. Like people, you know, just like us that, you know, fans, either they, we've been friends with them just on social media or we see them at conventions. I know every time I go to Man Monster Party or we go to Man Monster Party, like we see a, a handful of people that we're like, oh, hey, like that's the only time we ever see them. And shout out time. Goblin House. Yeah, shout out Goblin House. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Carl um, Shrub and Bustifer, right? Bustifer, yeah. Yeah. Um, Musty Man. But so, yeah, we, we have a good time with that. But we also have a good time in the confi- confines of the hotel that the convention is happening in or sometimes in the, the hotel that the, the convention isn't happening in which has only happened like one time where we weren't able to stay so this happened like the first time the first convention that i was at back in like 2012 so we were all like hanging out and this goes into our if you listen to the night of the demons episode this is our third callback you go right back to our night of the demons episode <laughs> where i tell the story of like um meeting linnea quigley drunk out of my mind at the hotel bar so anyway i digress so we're all hanging out at the hotel bar this huge after party there's like band music playing there's like whatever there was 500 people there if there were 10 um and we're all hanging out like everyone's (laughs) drunk having a good time that is very much a dad thing to say yeah exactly and so we're all hanging out and like I don't remember where Daniel was. <clears throat> I think he was in the bathroom or he was like hanging out. You know, or, I was probably like talking shit to somebody at a bar. Probably. We were all just kind of like at the bar. We were just kind of, we were, you know, socializing around. Remember socializing? It's great. 
anyway, so like me and Dustin are kind of in this cloud of people. And so these two, this woman and this man who are clearly just from like Archdale are just chatting, <laughs> chatting us both up. And they're just like, bah, da, bah, da, da, da. and they're getting really chatty and chummy with me. And I'm drunk enough to be like, this is fine. And then it starts to get really, really okay. weird. And then they start to talk about like a lot of, you know, you know, weird fetishes and fetishes are great. Who doesn't have them? They're fantastic. But it started to kind of go off the rails of where I wanted it to go. And I could start to see this kind of taking a direction. I was like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to keep continuing this conversation. Maybe I'll just try to like segue out of oh, we, here. We've all been in that situation, <laughs> yeah. my friend. And usually... Nine times out of ten, you have a friend you can kind of give a, a <laughs> wink or a nod to or a signal or something like that, and they just go, "Oh, I got you." It's the friend code, and in the brain, it's like a it's like plants communicating. They can they can tell it's in the air. Like, oh, hey, me and you, we have to go over here away from this because I have to talk to you about my explosive diarrhea, and it's been great chatting. So anyway, you, you I was know who to, that's not? That's not Dustin. It's not Dustin. So I was having this really awkward increasingly getting sexual conversation with these people <laughs> from the lower reaches of North Wait, Carolina. Wait, can I, can I hear examples <laughs> of this? Can I get hear like excerpts from the conversation? I can't, like, honestly, I can't remember what they were saying. I just know that it started to get really bizarre. Did they say strange. words like penis or dick or probably, cum. probably. I mean, this was like 2012. Oh, so it was a little bit more. And tame. I was also like, you know, probably like, 19 beers deep um so dustin was like right beside me talking to someone else and i'm like tapping him with my my arm and like a sober person can see this and be like wow that looks crazy i'm like kind of smacking him on the leg like hey get me out of here i gotta get out of here i gotta get out of here and i'm looking over at dustin on the I, my eye, and he's giving me the yeah that's right right on like, I, eyes, I, like <laughs> his eyes are squinted his eyes are squinted definitely and he's yeah. probably just like shit face out of his mind like yeah, man. This He's is like, right cool. on. Yeah, get it. This is cool. No, I will tell you what so this I remember. Goes, no, no, let me finish. Uh. And then you can you can retort. This goes on for at least like seven minutes of me like, like screaming for help, essentially, for my friend. Like, help me. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. You're going to like take me into like a Long John Silver's bathroom and bend me over a toilet and fill me full of God knows what. <laughs> And so, like, flying the batter, 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 batter yeah, for Jin Boo. And so, like, Dustin's going, like, yeah, right on. So, I think that I just, I think I just finally just like, oh my God, I have to go because I have to, I'm, I'm sick. I had to, and so I just left the conversation. So, yeah, so that's what happened. Dustin, right. you left, me, wait, did he fine. leave you there? I don't remember what happened after that, other than him being mad at me. All right, look, at many, were you like, really mad at him? He no. was irritated. Well, you were, you for were the acting. moment, but whatever. Who's gonna get? Who's gonna say mad at you? Let, let me tell you my perspective, and it is totally true. One, of course, I've been drinking all fucking day. Like, I, I'm one of those people. If I drink that much, I'm eventually gonna end up asleep, and my feelings upset about something, or I'm gonna be just lost in my own head about how drunk I am. And that's exactly what was going on then. I'm like fucking. Staring at whatever, probably barely able to stand up, like kind of just circling, like kind of spinning. And all I remember <laughs> is Andy is talking to these people. I don't hear a goddamn word they're saying, except that uh, Andy's like, I'm standing kind of behind him and he's swatting me 
on the leg, like tr- trying to be like nonchalant about it. And you and, probably thought he was like, "Man, I'm having such a good time," and he's just slapping you on the leg. And either you're like, that or oh. like, honestly, Andy, I thought you were trying to tell me, like, dude, I'm about to get laid. I'm about to fuck this crackhead family. I thought that's what you were telling me. And that's probably where you got the, okay, cool thing. I mean, what about, I don't know what to say. And, but (laughs) see, uh, because I'm like, not knowing what's going to happen next for me. Like, am I going to pass out right here? Like, kind of shit. Like, I'm worried. I'm going to sleep. I had no idea that's what was going on. Except, if anything, I thought you were kind of being maybe a little boastful or something like, hey, hey, look at this. I am boastful about, like... <laughs> Dude, I didn't look at them. I didn't hear a word of what they were saying to you. I was in my own head of, like, how <laughs> fucked up I was. They're like extras from fucking Pink Flamingos. They were all... <laughs> also, also, like, when I'm that drunk, it's like, if we're not moving on to the next thing, I'm immediately, like, bored. I'm ready. It's like, I'm ready to go to bed. I need Oh, no, action. you were, like, you were, other, you were other dimension. I will give you that. You were, like, your eyes, your thousand-yard stare drunk. It was fine. So I, yeah, like I'm this sorry. I'm, I'll apologize to say I wasn't my best self in a, in a situation to be like help get you out of it. But I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I feel like this is therapy for you guys. <laughs> oh, it as was it, fine. Oh wait, is it finally squashed now? Yeah. Between <laughs> us? I was never mad about it. I've always thought it was. I always I love that story <clears throat> because it was so funny in such a weird situation that we were in. And oh that it's not something that you just find yourself in any at any uh, day, and that I can still look at my, I can still close my eyes and envision you like looking at me when I was open, when I was kind of closed, and you were going like, eh, yeah, and I was in my mind, I'm screaming like, if telepathy could ever work, I wish it would be now. I wish you could hear me screaming like, please help me, help me out of here, please. <laughs> I know, but how me. you would. You like would a Metallica that video is that yeah. I like fed you to the wolves or something. Yeah, <laughs> on purpose, and that's not what happened. I love the fact as a because I wasn't there. I was talking shit to somebody somewhere. I love thinking about and knowing both of you. Andy's in hell. In I'm in my own situation. hell. Wait, wait. Andy's in hell in his own fucking world of like getting fucking hit on by a meth couple. And Dustin's in his own hell. Like, I'm so drunk. I don't know what to fucking do. And then you keep tapping him on the leg. And Dustin's like, he just shakes his head with his eyes closed like a stoner. Like, yeah, man, I'm so happy for you. Oh, my God, I'm going to throw up in a minute. Like, these two different fucking realms that you guys are in. It makes me fucking laugh so And hard. And don't forget, like, visually, each of us has... <laughs> at least 28 beers strapped to their back the entire time this is happening in a hotel bar. Yeah, we're everyone... taking turns carrying around Daniel's backpack that's full of fucking, like, uh, I don't know, Budweiser, Miller Lite. Every yeah. time anybody puts that thing on, too hard. It goes, you know, we just, have, there's a section we put the empties in and a section we and we oh, do yeah. have to occasionally like go dump <laughs> the fucking the, we like we're cramming the empties into like the little small little pencil pocket oh my god yeah and plus this bar that you're in this one in particular there's mirrors everywhere <laughs> it's it's like red lights you're sitting on like velvet like booths 
Yeah, the big shit. like the big uh, the big C booths, like the all the way around the the quarter round booths. Yeah, it looks like something our parents would have been in in the seventies. Yeah, it looks like it's a bar that I'm gonna get murdered in. Yeah, essentially. But yeah, so yeah, <laughs> hotels were always it's it's always the fun part. Not to dissuade anybody from from these, because honestly, the after parties are the best parts about conventions for probably any convention. If no you matter, can find no the after party, it's, <laughs> it's if you not can just, find it. It's not just the after parties. It's like you're in that drunken, whatever dumb mindset of like what can I get into? And it could be the silliest thing. Like, I don't know how almost every year Daniel and I will go into the basement of the hotel or go to the roof of the hotel and just like fuck around. If we find like a bin of like posters, someone hasn't sold and like take one or, Oh look, here's a fucking shitty, I don't know, pack of crackers or something and, and like steal it, but think we're being bad. Or, um, Oh my God. Like we went, you go back to the room too, and you're like very curious about who's partying on your floor and well, what's you also going do, on. You, you do get invited to something. You do, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we got that twice. Like, so there's there's two stories about that. There's one which is is okay, and there's one that's kind of it's it's borderline not okay. So there was one <laughs> where we were like in the hotel bar, and, and then like, and- there was there was there was this this guy. <laughs> I was like, hey, there's a after party in room, what you call it? And we were like, okay, cool. So he gave us the number, and we were, we, of course, we're like super drunk. All of these stories are, we're drunk, but we're at a convention. That's what Let me preface this with the point of drunk that I am at, at this oh, yeah. particular yeah, story is the point where I'm like ready to go to fucking bed. There's no more like, unless you gave me a Red Bull and a shot of something, I'm fucking down for the count. It's pretty great because I feel like... And I drag myself to do these things with these late-nighters. And it's pretty great because I feel like the, the more that I would drink, the it gives me like, it gives me more energy. Like, the more I ramp up, the more excited I get, which is usually how I get anyway when I'm, like, if I drink a lot like that. Like, it has the opposite effect. I'm just like, yay! And I'm, like, very excited. It's like energy. It's like sugar. So there was this one and it was like we went to this room and we're like i have no fucking clue what's gonna happen here and we could just hear like just yelling and screaming from just like this small hotel room and so we walk in we knock on the door and we're like yeah we're here for the after party and we open and they open up and it's like a small one person room with the queen bed and there's at least 90 people in here like there's at least, I swear to fucking God. <laughs> no, there's it was like, a lot, yeah. The door, the window was open. I don't know how they got that fucking window open. It was like one of those there's whole a- room, the side of the door, a, w- a room, windows are open. There's like eight people laying on a queen-sized mattress. Yeah, there's like people in the bathroom floor, which I couldn't really decipher what was happening in the floor of the bathroom. I don't think it was sex or drugs. Um I, I don't really know. I remember I, I looked over. I was like, that's really strange. And I just kept on moving. Just kept on moving. So anyway, we're like in this room and we're just, I mean, this story isn't really like exciting, but it's just like, we were just like, like L, like arm to arm with like 95 people in this fucking room and everyone's jumping and screaming and yelling. And I remember I was, you were standing beside me. Yes. 
Dustin was behind you. And was then he? I, I thought he was in the room. No, he was he or was it just me and you? I don't think Dustin went to this party. Oh, well, anyway, regardless, I was up against the TV. Like, my nipple was up against the hotel room TV. And I never forget it was playing the, the, the first Friday the 13th movie. And I remember, like, I'm sitting there talking to this guy, drinking beer. And he starts telling me that, I don't know, he, he was asking me, like, where we were from. And I was like, oh, we're from Winston-Salem. And he starts going, like, oh, yeah, I, I love Winston-Salem and yada, yada, yada. And we start talking about that. And I'm like, this is really weird. And it was just far too many. You were people talking to Kermit wondering. the Frog. Yeah, and he was like, "Hello, Piggy, come with me, and we'll open up a fantastic motel together." <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that's the end of that. And it was pretty fun. It was a good time. Like it was, it was just far too many people in this it, one room. It was honestly just horror fans and maybe some people who put on the some of the vendor convention stuff yeah and it was a good time and we, was we've fun, gone yeah. out and we and we've gone to like we've you know gone out to dinner with these people before like you know goblin <laughs> house like they would invite us to go to dinner and stuff like that with like uh dude from like paul bear press and stuff like that it's like a lot of fun like these people are like it's really chill you know go to I, bars and like just it's a good time just like everybody just sitting around just being whatever nerds sit around talking about fucking you know ghoulies and shit and it's like oh this is fun Stuff that you don't really ever get to do with a lot of your friends, but yeah, uh, I remember sitting in the back of that van getting caught. That was sick great. Fuck, that was great because I was like, oh, we yeah. were like, we were like rolling around the whole place. Yeah, Shrub was driving. It was Goblin House. I could not find a parking spot. No, it was downtown Atlanta or downtown Charlotte. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. but I remember like just being sick and probably about to piss myself. I thought it was funny because I like. I was a kid who grew up riding in the back of pickup trucks and shit. So oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, I'm from Kernersville. I know that yeah. shit. <laughs> so there was, this one, there was this one party invite we got one time. <laughs> and this was about five, six, was about five, six years ago. I can't remember. Anyway, so uh, our buddy Danny was with us. And um, it was in, like, I think it was the one in, like, South Carolina. That was the one that was, like, at the weird hotel. Uh, I think I was like one of Sid Haig's last uh, appearances before he passed. Was it away. that one? I think so. Yeah, because he was being a bartender that year. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Uh, so that was like the the, the clowns were there, and they had the whole uh, the fair and shit. Oh, it was a clown themed. Yeah, and it party. was kind of an insane nightmare. The Malinka. Um, I don't find clowns <laughs> scary. I just am annoyed by them. Yeah, it's very annoying. And so we went there, and we got an invite to. Some party, I can't remember who the fuck it was from. So we were like, right <laughs> it was on those sure. people. It was the same people that threw the fucking raging party, but nobody came to this one. Oh and- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we were like, cool, we'll come to this party. And it's we're like, well, it's like maybe. Can, I, can we preface this with these people were delightful? They were kind. They were yeah, nice. no, they th- fed us. In they any in any story booze. that I, in any story that I'm telling, there's no malicious intent. No one was no, an not asshole. No one's you a jerk. No one's situa- mean. You the just have to take it from our perspective. They right? are a little weird. Yeah, but, from our perspective, we don't know these people, and they seem a little strange. But they were very kind to us. Yeah, weird they, in that uh, hospitable. Yeah. So we get this. We get this. Um, I don't remember who it's from. They're like, hey, come to this party. It's like about a mile down the road at this whatever hotel. And we're like, and so we go to this place. I can't remember how we get there because none of us are driving at this point. I mean, we may have taken a taxi. 
No, we walked. Dude, we walked across well, I know we walked highways back. and shit. Oh, yeah. So we did walk. So it was like me, you, uh, Dustin, Danny, and we we go there, and we get there, and this other car pulls up, and it's this guy and this, uh, this enormous uh, drag queen. Like huge, super nice, just like a, like seven feet tall almost. Like holy fucking shit! They they start they start to say like, hey, you guys here for the party? We're like, yeah, I think I think we're for the same party because you know, of course, in that area there's gonna be like parties. It's like any kind of convention. You're like, oh, well, whatever party is going on. And like, hey, you have pink hair and you have tattoos. Obviously, you're here for so and so party. It's like when you would go to the shows in the '90s, you would just follow the person that had the most stickers on their car. You'd be like, ah, oh, they know where they're going. If yeah. you ever got lost. Um, so we go to this room. We knock on the door. And those people are also, they also go in with us. And they're very nice, very pleasant people. And we go in, and it's just this big room. And there are, like, set lights, like uh, like stage They lights. have a suite. Yeah, yeah, it's like a suite with, like, stage lights, like, light up, like, with gels. Uh, speakers on stands. Yeah, speakers yep. on. It's got a huge Playing karaoke. Playing some dubstep. Yeah, it's like a huge karaoke convention happened. Now, keep in mind, it's pretty late at night. And this is this was advertised as us is going to be like a huge situation, like a huge party. Nobody's in there. There's nobody in there except for like me, Daniel, Danny, Dustin, uh, the dude, and the enormous drag queen. And we're like, Okay, but I mean, we're not in any kind of danger. Wait, there like, was, whatever. There was a couple people in there. Well, there was like two other, two or three other people that were like the hosts, quote unquote, which two of yeah. them disappeared into the darkness. Like yeah. they were just gone. There was the one dude who sat in the corner and he. He was like the main host. He's the guy that threw the Rager one. Yeah, but he controlled like the audio video uh, lights thing on it, like an iPad. He sat in the corner and was just like, yeah. Check well, out don't worry, it's, somebody's it's coming. Get busy in here soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like so, we sat there for probably about a good, I don't know, like an hour, maybe a little bit over an hour. And so, uh, the the drag queen, um, but so like starts to talk to Danny and is taking a shine to him because you know people take a shine to Danny, and so he starts to give get really you know asking a lot of questions like what do you do this that and the other and it starts to get very involved questions personal questions and then it starts to get very um aggressive not threateningly aggressive not negatively aggressive but just very just like how many veins do you have in your penis yeah like like very like sexually aggressive and it's like danny's beside me on my left daniel's beside me on my right and then dustin's over here so we're sitting there. Man, there's food laying out in this place. Yeah, there's already. like weird food like just hanging out. Like something happened. There's like jelly beans <laughs> stabbed with toothpicks yeah, uh, and there's shit. There's fucking, uh, what are they called? Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah like a tro- trolley worms and shit. <laughs> and so like the, we're, we're, we're kind of get, we're, we're getting. Nobody gets our- candy for free. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm talking to Daniel. And I'm like, hey, maybe we should, maybe we should just kind of bounce. Maybe we should get out of here. And so, like the the, the main host comes out and says, like, hey, does anyone want some pizza rolls? And I'm like, whoa, 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 how many pizza rolls are we talking? He's like, oh, I got like a whole big bag, like a whole big Costco bag. I'm like, 
I will stay in an awkward situation for at least 50 pizza rolls. So he You gets, started like, ignoring Danny. Yeah, started ignoring Danny and this guy like microwaves and I'm talking like And this is Danny's first time at one of these two. Oh yeah, like Danny is he's he is doesn't know where he's at. He's just hanging out with us and it's fine, but it's like this is this is brand new territory to him. Cuz Danny's not like a super duper you know, horror fan. I mean, he is to an extent, but like not he's, as he was having a good time. He's a but, nostalgia yeah. fan. He likes yeah. nostalgic things from the past. Yeah, he's yeah. got like some they live in RoboCop shirt. I remember him getting a RoboCop shirt. Yeah. Yeah, which things, is amazing. Yeah. So like the guy makes like a mount, like at least like 90 pizza rolls. And then so we're just sitting there just like fucking slamming them. It's like yum, 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 yum. And he yum. just keeps bringing out more. More. It's like I felt like we were in a weird fucked up Hansel and Gretel type. <laughs> they were trying yeah. to fatten us up with pizza rolls. Exactly. And I'm like, no one is still showing up to this quote unquote party. Like no We've one else been there is for here. At least an hour, right? Yeah. And they're the coming. Thing, Don't worry. Here's yeah, some they're, more they're, pizza like, oh, rolls. They're coming. I'm like, dude, it's like past midnight. Like no one is coming. To this Did anybody party. open the refrigerator to see if there was another person's head in there Fuck or something? No. I don't want that on me. I don't want to know that. <laughs> Half-eaten ass. As long as we get out of there alive, yeah. you don't want to know anything in the refrigerator. Yeah. So we, we smashed... don't care. Get us. Just let us live. Yeah, that's not me. That's back. That's them. That's back there. So we smashed like at least like seventy of the pizza rolls. We get up. We're like, cool. We have to go. It's on our way out. Like I pocket like six of them. I'm like, cool. I'm gonna take these for the road. We were actually carrying them in our pockets. It wasn't like yeah. a fucking. That we were like a Napoleon Dude, Dynamite. I'm I was going to say that this. we Napoleon Dynamite those fucking Totino's pizza rolls in our pants. And we were walking back to our hotel at like almost one in the morning. And it was like fucking freezing outside. Well, Daniel kept slapping. You're like, so it was a reverse situation of what you did to me. He's slapping you on the leg. Like, Let's get the fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And I was like, yes, friend, let us go. Let, let us leave. Anyway, so yeah, we fucking... Uh, we got out of that situation, and uh, it was fantastic. It was, it was really cool. I think that, and you know, all bullshit aside, I think that first, the, the the first convention that we that we that I went to with y'all, which was the the Gunnar Hansen uh, Lita Ford year, was probably like the best one that I've I've still been to this year, just because it was a really good time. Uh, it was a really good night. We got to meet like Kyra and Shrub from Goblin House. Um, yep. Charlie, Charlie was there. Um, Dane, Dane and Holland. Dane and Holland were there. Um, we got to meet a lot of good people. Uh, we got. It to was see, a stacked year of. That was. It was really yes. stacked year. There was a. There was a good live show. Uh, Fiend without a face played, which is uh, uh, was Brent from uh, Mastodon. Yep. He plays guitar in that, and he just walked on stage. We're like, holy shit, you're in Mastodon. And he's, um, a, he's a sweet dude. I met him in Atlanta. I've met him at shows. He was nice that night. Yeah. Professor uh, Morte was there. He was DJing. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Independents, uh, who are from uh, South Carolina, they yep. were there. This, this horror punk band that have been around forever, um, who I talked to the lead singer while I was like, couldn't even speak drunk. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that night also I got locked out of our hotel room because uh i was downstairs hanging out with some people and then i came i was down there for about an hour or two and then i left because it was like you dustin and charlie were upstairs in the room asleep 
I didn't have my key. And <laughs> I, I remember we left. We oh, had my God. Oh, I remember Charlie disappearing and throwing up in the bath in the bathtub. Right. Well, but yeah, no, he did do Locked that. Locked himself in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So we had my iPod that was in the the dock on the clock, and it was just playing like Lita Ford uh, album over and over again. And so that was just playing. And I remember I came back to the room at like fucking like two, three o'clock in the morning. I was like, ne- like next level, like another dimension drunk. And I go to get in. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have a key. And I can hear Lita Ford blasting over the speakers. Y'all are all in there. I'm like beating on the door. I'm like punching the door like, let me in, let me in. And so in my mind, I'm like, cool. I have to go downstairs and talk to the front door, the, the concierge or the, the whatever, the front guy to convince him to give me a key to this room that my name isn't on because it was in your name and I was just there. Oh, yeah. And that's, so, that's supposed to be a no-no, right? Exactly. So I go downstairs, me, wearing a septic flesh shirt, and I go downstairs and I'm like, fucked up. And I walk up to this guy and he is like, he, he looks at me, he looks at me with like the most, I don't fucking care eyes. And I remember in my mind, I was thinking like, okay, so you walk up to the man and you say, hello, sir, I'm staying at this hotel. I don't have a reservation. My name is not on. I've heard a uh, David uh, Cross skit just like this. No, exactly. That's, that's the one he's like, he's like, yeah. I have a I stay in here. Yeah. When he's like crying <laughs> I, and begging. I have an extra space. I'm looking to use this. It's yeah. exactly like that. That's exactly what I was thinking of when I was, ha- when I was having this live conversation with another human being, I was like, hello, <clears throat> I have a place in here that I sleep. My things are also in here. If you would just have a key and go wake up my friends, they'll tell you that I'm for real. So I walk up to this guy and I tell him all that. And then I know in real life, I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I'm saying this room, and you let me in. You have to let me in because I have to go sleep. I got to go home tomorrow. <laughs> so after like me just like drunkenly rambling at this man at three in the morning, he goes, "Yeah, okay." Gives me a key. I could be a murderer. I could just be man. a straight fucking murderer or a disposed spouse or a a, a, a person who had a, a disposed spouse. What does or, that mean? I don't know. An angry. Uh, I just uh, <laughs> a, a wife that was thrown in the garbage. That's what that means. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. You threw me away. Now I'll show you. I'll make I was you like, all is pay. this creep show? What the fuck? So I walk in and I get the key and I go in. I go into the bathroom and the bathtub is full of shampoo bottles, like just broken shampoo bottles everywhere. Lita Ford is blasting. Everything is on. All the lights are Where on. Where did the shampoo bottles come from? I don't have any hair. Because Charlie, I think Charlie was trying to sleep in the bathtub or something, and he was like, fuck all these shampoo bottles, and like threw them all in there. So I walk in, the TV's on, iPod's blasting, every lamp in the world is on. (laughs) You're asleep. Dustin's asleep in your bed, also. Like he's in, like, he's all, you know, maladjusted. You're maladjusted. Listeners, we always sleep together at these things. We really do. To save money. Because we're, we're we're comfortable with each other. That's yeah, how much yeah. we love each no, other. No, it's about the money. It's about <laughs> the money. The money. I the have warmth. my I have my fan blasting full blast on me. True. And Charlie is in because I'm sharing a bed with Charlie, and Charlie is like sleeping like with his ass up in the air, 
all the blankets are on him. It looks like I don't know, like a, <laughs> I don't know, like a, like a bunch of logs are in this thing. So I have to go and like push him out of the way. And Charlie's, you know, he was he's very long. I'm like, get the fuck out of the way. And then you know, we go to bed, and then you know, wake up the next morning, and then we carry on about our lives. This has like been a blast uh, to try. I mean, there's a lot of this stuff that you guys remember. I don't. Oh, there's a well, there's one more thing that I wanted to 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 say that I feel like it was it was pretty cool. Um, this was the bad hotel year, and there's two things. So the one year that we went to the bad hotel, it was it was too small of a hotel for too big of a convention. So everyone was pissed. Everyone was mad. It was hot. Everything sucked. We're standing so in line. tight. Everyone so tight. was like everyone was chest to chest, back to back. Even the vendors, the participants, everybody. It sucked. Everyone was really mad. We're standing there trying to get into the ho- the hotel. We start. I feel like a, a a hand on my shoulder, and someone's saying hello. And I turn around. It's fucking Henry Winkler. Oh my oh, god! Hen- remember yeah. that Henry yes. Winkler was there and was he knew that everyone was mad and walked around the entire hotel and introduced himself to everybody. He did that. To and he just, he wasn't just like Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. He was like. Hey, how are you doing? He you said, having, he, like, he was like, hey, how are you? He said, he said, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad you're yeah, thank here. You, yeah, thank you. I'm thank Henry you for being Winkler. Here. What's your name? You know, like, yeah. just the nicest person, and it's like, best dude ever. Yeah. So pleasant. Uh, watch Barry on HBO. There's a new season coming. God damn it. I love that show, and I'm glad he's still doing stuff. Love you. Yeah, Henry he is Winkler. a wonderful, wonderful man. Anyone who says otherwise, I will break your collarbone. Yeah, fuck you. All right, that was our second part of our convention stories. Thank you I for sticking you. around for all this. My God, your <laughs> your mind, your ears, and your imaginations must be overfilled. And either you've subscribed harder or you've unsubscribed. Either way, we thank you. Dudo Kia here, and I just want to say, if you sat through this all the way to the dramatic conclusion, then bravo, wow, that's very cool. Yeah. Thank it's, you. It's, it's very fantastic. Thank you, Mr. Kier, yeah. for coming by. We appreciate you. And I was away you. from Germany. Oh, ah! my and, and boy, am I on tired. Because <laughs> you're a vampire, I see. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, I turned into bad like a blood from uh, Dracula. Hopefully there'll be more of these stories. We're going to keep doing conventions and hopefully uh, you all will too. And thanks for sticking with us and um, come holler at us at a convention. Maybe one day we'll have a booth at one. That'd yeah. Cool. We're trying to do that. And then we could like interview people or we could just get drunk and make fun of people at conventions, you know, go to weird yeah. uh, dubstep parties. Yeah. Go to our Instagram. It's full of uh, exciting excitement and uh, leave us a review. <laughs> leave yeah. us a comment. Leave us a thumbs up. Leave us in anything. Give really us a like us or two. Out. Give us a follow. Re- uh, refer your friends to us. And uh, I think we should start sharing some of these pictures too. From we got so many pictures from these conventions. Yeah. Oh hey. yeah, I've got like a, I've got like a, a real. I've got my phone is full. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you.